Can you speak for me, Larry? Hello, darling. Oh, he's got Sounds voice. good. This is That's Larry, the intro. darling. That's the intro. Um, you sound great. What's your I name? Sound? Stevie. I'm here with Stephen today, ladies and gentlemen. Stevie, gentlemen. like Stevie Wonder. That's what that's what I said. You don't understand me? Stephen. I said, talk funny? <laughs> Stephen. People. Uh, this is Stephen Ward. Ward. Yes, sir. Here interviewing me to find out if A secret George Foreman him. would hit me. <laughs> <laughs> George Foreman gonna hit me because he's scared. He's scared I might hit him. <laughs> yeah. Mess his pretty face up. <laughs> that's the that's always the uh, the choice, isn't it? To risk to risk getting hit back. Welcome to the Mentality Podcast. We're recording at the incredible Wheatwood Hall Hotel Podcast Studio. This is a podcast that goes way beyond stigma. We talk about men's mental health and mindset. We encourage the type of conversation that will open you up to another way to live life, another way to see yourself and the world around you. If you are ready for that, you're in the right place. I'm Stevie Ward and I'm an ex professional rugby league player and captain and now i guess i'm a bit of a podcaster speaker actor writer entrepreneur i'm still working all that out but our mentality we help men take control of their mindset by teaching them to find purpose resilience and what i believe is the new success inner peace that sounds good if you are that guy who is waking up to the fact that they need to do something different in life and the same old habits aren't working for you might be time to step up if you want to start your journey with us you can go to mentality.co.uk forward slash coaching to join the best team you have ever seen Here we are, Larry. Here we are. Here we are, mate. Good to have you. Oh, thanks for having me, I should say. We're in eastern Pennsylvania at the home of the ex-heavyweight champion of the world. Former. Former heavyweight, heavyweight champion, champion of the world. world, Larry Holmes. Larry has a total of 75 fights, 69 wins, with 44 of those wins by KO, and only six losses, all of those in world title fights. Larry is the only boxer to have defeated Muhammad Ali by stoppage. Larry was sparring partners with Ali and Joe Frazier as he came up in the ranks and developed a jab which is rated up there with one of the best in heavyweight history. For me, Larry Holmes represents the golden era of boxing and to be quite honest, it's an absolute honour to be sat down with him today. There are only a few individuals who have the ability to reach the level that Larry did. But the thing that intrigues me most about Larry is the resilience that he showed to stay at the top for nearly 30 years. Larry's career hasn't been without struggles, but the Eastern Assassin's smile, quick wit, humour and dedication to his craft keeps him as one of the classiest boxers that we you will know, ever see. You see my smile. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't believe I'm going to say it, but Larry Holmes, good to have you on the, on the Mentality Podcast, my hey, friend. I'm glad to be here. When you don't know nothing, you learn something. I'm yes. learning something from you. Yes, today. sir, mate. I'm I'm going to be learning a lot from you today, mate. And uh, tell us a bit about you as a child, mate. I know it was a long time ago, but was you always into boxing? Well, you can say 
I, I was always in the box because I was messing around at one, as a little kid at the PAL and stuff like that, Police Athletic League, and um, I I was learning from that. And I didn't know I was going to go to to be heavyweight champion or fight for the title, you know, or meet Muhammad Ali or Joe Frazier. I never thought that. But I just kept right on going, and here I am. Did you have a temper as a kid? Like, what made what made? No, you know I didn't that? have a temper, but I didn't let nobody bother me. Yeah. You know, you couldn't come and hit me and get, and get away with it. Yeah. Hit me, you got to hit me twice or three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm coming. Because you'll be after him. I'm not dead. <laughs> Um, and were you into any other sports when you were younger, or was it just boxing that caught your eye? No, boxing caught my eye, but I, I was always athletic inclined. I played football, I played basketball, and um, I stuck with boxing. So you mentioned you uh, sparred with Joe Frazier, you sparred with Muhammad Ali. Can you remember the first day rocking up to the gym and seeing Muhammad Ali? Can you remember what that was like? Well, when, when I walked up to the gym Dolly, you know, I thought it was a dream come true because he was God, you know. Yeah. Ali, I'm, I'm boxing Muhammad Ali. If I tell people that I'm doing it, they don't believe me anyway. So I just tell them to, to come up and watch me work with Ali at the camp, you know. And they did, and then they started making believers out of people. Can you, can you remember the first time you got in a ring with him, sparring? I can't remember that far back because I'm old. <laughs> I can't remember that yeah. Back. yeah. What was he like? What was he like as a person? Because you know, I'm 28 years old, and I see the the videos of him and of interviews. I see the highlights of his fights. Was he a joker around? Yeah. He joked. He joked, told jokes, and whatever. Made rhymes. Yeah. He he, he uh, practiced what he's going to say, what he's going to do, and how he's going to do it. He practiced. Would he practice as much as he's fighting? Yeah, like if he say, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're trying to, he, he does that. Yeah. He did all that. I said, yeah, yeah he's the ugly one. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have to learn a bit of trash talk then in your career? No. Did you just, you just dedicate yourself to the craft? Yep. Just, on, yeah. 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 And stayed sort of quiet and resolved. He wanted to talk. Let him. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think nowadays watching boxing? Like a lot of it is trash talk. A lot of it is almost a lot the build of it up. I don't even want to hear. I don't even want to watch them, guys, because, you know, they don't have the heavyweights like me, like, you know, 200 and some pounds. They, these guys were 140, 150 pounds, maybe 60. And that's it. That's what they show on television. So you watch that. And I don't like to watch it. But they, I want to see somebody go out there, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Wow. You know, stuff like that. That's that's the kind of boxing that I like. Yeah, yeah. So we mentioned a little bit before off camera, but you um, developed a jab which is is up there. You know, it's rated as, as one of the best jabs in heavyweight history. Why do you think the jab was so good? Because I practiced. Yeah. I practiced. I worked at it. Wow, wow. I've sh I've seen clips of you knocking people out with a jab. I've never seen that before. When I, when I throw the jab, I step in with the punch. Yeah. And people didn't know what I was doing mm. until I told them I step in, step in with the punch. But they couldn't they couldn't make it as fast, mm. you know, as I did. Kept it that way. 
Yeah. Did you have a better job than Ali and Frazier? Oh, of course. Frazier didn't. Frazier didn't have no job. He was he a left hook. Yeah. So you defended the heavyweight crown for five years? Something like that. Something like that. Defending the, for 21 victories. Mm-hmm. What do you think fueled the determination to do that? I was determined. I didn't want to lose, man. I didn't, I didn't, want, to get, I didn't want to get hit. Yeah. I didn't want to lose, you know. I want to have build my stamina, which I did, and uh, go on out and fight and earn some money for my family. Yeah, because like this is something that I've reflected on a lot of of my career playing, and I think almost the fear of losing can be a bigger drive than winning. You know, I think as human beings, we we either move away from pain. I never thought about losing when I couldn't the bell rang, bang. I'm fighting. I ain't losing. And that's the way I felt going into the ninth round, going into the 10th round, going into the 12th round, going into the 15th round. It wasn't in my mind that I was going to lose the fight. Did you know I was the last one to do the 15 round fights? Oh, really? I was the last one to do that. That's a long stretch, isn't it? Right. What What did you pick up in the ring? So as a, as a rugby player, you it's different when you're in the ring or different when you're on the pitch, when you're on the field and you're getting cues, you know, from different players. You can tell if a player's nervous. You can tell if a player's up for it. You can tell if a, a player's fearful. Is there any moments in your career where you really read the body language of a, of a boxer and you could tell that you were on top of it? Every one of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I went out there and I thought on the jet, oh, wow. <laughs> when that start landing, I know I got it. Yeah. I push him around and do it. But my thing was not to hurt him, but just to win, to hit him and win. And that's what I did. Throughout your career, did you always feel like you had something to prove? Did you feel like that was a driver for yeah, you? They, yeah. They used to, I, I just copy of Muhammad Ali. I couldn't, I ain't no copy of nobody. I'm a copy of Larry Holmes. So people wanted you to be Ali. They didn't want me to beat Ali. They didn't want me to fight Ali. So, you know, I just took it one step at a time. If, if I'm going to fight Ali, I'm going to fight him. Beat your ass. I'm going to kick it. And I told don't try that with me. What was, it, what was the build-up to that fight with Ali? Can you remember? Well, a young man and a copy. That's what they say. And I said, well, if I copy and it worked for me, good. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was like, I guess, fighting the master, wasn't it? Yeah, but I didn't want to hurt him. No. Matter of fact, I even told the referee to uh, stop the fight. Don't let this fight go on. Stop the fight. I said that over and over and over. But Ali Ali wouldn't listen. He didn't want to hear it. He kept saying, I'm going to knock you out. I said, you already out. Bam, take that. You know, he was Ali was a good guy. He was my buddy. But I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, it's... When you're in the ring or when you're on the field, you can't take a step backwards. Yeah, well, you got to be serious all the time because they would try to sneak one in on you. And I didn't want them to do that with me. I didn't want to lose. I I didn't want to lose. That's what happened. I didn't want to lose. I kept winning in my mind. People talk about you when you go home. Oh, you got your ass kicked. Ah, you got your... No, not me. Oh, you want another fight. Yep, you want another fight. That day, he had to talk to me. So, you were quite upset 
after the Ali fight. Mm-hmm. What What were you feeling after well, that I fight? Did that. I didn't want to. You, you didn't want to. I, I hate that. Bang, quit, man. Don't take no more of this. Shut up. Shut up, boy. Bang, 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 bang. Quit, quit. Don't fight no more. Don't fight no more. Shut up. Shut up. Or take this. Bam. You know, stuff like that. I don't want to hurt the guy. The guy shot. <laughs> How long had Ali been out of this, the boxing scene? How long had he been retired when he when he came back? A year. Just a year? Mm-hmm. And um, did Ali, did you see Ali after the fight? Yeah. Yeah. I said, man, I love you, man. You're my champ. You're my champ. He said, if you love me, why you beat me up then? <laughs> that was the joke. That's yeah. the way he, and we all left, you know? So it was all it was all good, but you're obviously close with, with Ali most of your life. And did you see him before he before he passed as well? Yeah, I was there. I went to the hospital. I went to the doctors and I seen Ali. I didn't go to the main film. I went to one of the films. I didn't go to the main one. They had a couple of them. So I want to talk about a fight which when I was looking and researching for this interview and looking more and more into your career, one fight is probably one of your most famous fights is the fight with an Irish-American guy, Jerry Cooney. Now, Jerry Cooney definitely had potential, but it didn't seem that he had the experience or he'd gone no, he, through he, enough he, tests. He, the, way Jerry, <clears throat> the way Jerry fought, he didn't need he didn't need nothing but what he had. He couldn't outbox me because I was good. Pop, 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 pop. I was that way. Jerry wants to walk. He was going for the big shots. Going for the big shots. And Jerry was six foot six, whatever it was, that I had to go up and get. And that's what I did. I worked on that. And I said, Don't take no more punches. So, so do you think he, even if he had more experience in the ring and fought over other boxers? No, no he, he, he was at his peak. Yeah. Because everybody else after Jerry, nothing. Mm. Jerry, Jerry beat everybody up there. Look what he did to Ken Norton. Look what he did to Ron Lowe. He did yeah. beat all them guys, man. Yeah. The, the thing I couldn't believe was it never, it wouldn't even be possible nowadays but the way that that fight was promoted and how like racially divisive it was i couldn't believe it I couldn't, it wasn't a white guy to win i, I couldn't and he was he was labeled the great white hope yeah and i'm gonna kick his ass <laughs> but like <laughs> but like he, it was he was labeled the great white hope he was on the the cover you was the heavyweight champion of the world he was on the cover of sports illustrated and time president ronald reagan put a a phone in his change rooms to to go straight through to him if he won the fight and they introduced like him that, last. You know, that was that was white folks' wish. Yeah, that Jerry Cooney beat me so that he can become the greatest boxer in boxing history. That's what it was. But I told Jerry, don't listen to those people, because you're not going to win, and I'm going to be champion still. I'm going to kick your ass, Jerry. So and he said, "Come on." What what was it like the racial division and, and that promotion like? How did you feel about it all at the time? I didn't. I didn't have no feelings. My first intention was to go out there and beat them up. 
just beat him up because Jerry can't fight with me because I'm smart. If you come to box, I'm smart. He, he comes this way, I go that way. He go that way, I go this way. You know, and I'm hitting him and stuff like that. Messing his eyes up and messing his nose up. He can't breathe and stuff. And everybody keeps going, Jerry, 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 Jerry. Everybody was hollering. Suffered by eight white black guys that was on my side. <laughs> and I beat him up, you know. And, and Jerry, Jerry didn't want to start that stuff. The old outsiders did. And that's what happened. Me and Jerry, even today, we're friends. Want to talk to him? Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Jerry? <laughs> the, um, just, just seeing the promotion and like, it made me think of the recent movement, the Black Lives Matter movement and, and the, the tragic death of, of George Floyd and how the conversation about race exploded. You know, everyone started speaking about the systematic race. It was all a black-white thing. It yeah. was people wanted the white guy to win. All the, I said, he could be white all day long. I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah, I said, but he can't beat me. So that's the way it went. And after the fight, we shook hands, and he was crying and went on by his business. And then I called him up on the phone, talked to him. He didn't want to answer the phone. I called him and called him, he no one answered. And then I finally got him. Jerry, don't let these people mess with you. You'll mess with your mind. I said, we fought. You fought a good fight. You just couldn't beat me, Jerry. I had too much experience for you. And he said, yeah, yeah. Then, then we became friends. Because that was so blatant. But like, did you have to come up against racism throughout your career anyway? Like, is it something you had to deal well, with some, a lot? You know, some spots that I trained in, that I fought in, didn't want me to win either. But it's, it's always racial shit. Every time you turn around, it's racial stuff, you know what I mean? They said, Larry, you gonna get your black ass beat, man. You know I, mean? I said, you know, black ass beat. Said, My black ass ain't gonna get beat. I ain't gonna let them whoop me. They says, you don't like white people, do you? I said, I don't care for them. I don't care for them. What, what about them? Half of my family is white. <laughs> you know, I got brothers and married white girls and nephews and nieces running around. They're yeah. white. Yeah. How can I not hate? How can I hate white people? So you, you obviously won the fight with Jerry Cooney. I kicked his ass. Yeah, it was, it was a big, it was a big, big fight, a massive, massive fight. Like, which for you, when you look back now, what was your favorite fight? The one that did a lot for me was the Jerry Cooney. Jerry fight Cooney one, because it was racial. Everybody was threatening, threatening my life was gonna kill me and call me all kinds of names. That was it, you know. And did that just drive you even more to win, you know? Like, did that. Yeah, but, but I didn't care. I, I was having fun. I was getting $10 million having fun. That's true. $10 million as a, as a paycheck. It's not bad. So, the, the fight that had the biggest impact is, is obviously Jerry Cooney and, and, and the one that made the most, yeah, promotion f for, for yourself, made the most money. Don King. Don King. I was just <laughs> coming to Don King. So yeah. what, tell me about Don King and your relationship and, and how that worked. I don't really, Don King, he's a hot and cold guy. If he thinks he know more than you, then he takes it to try to take advantage of you. 
But he was he was all right. I don't have no I didn't have no problem with Don King then, and I don't have none with with him now. And so would 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 he? Uh, you you made many comebacks. Is that because Don King had come round to the house? No, because you know my pocket got low. Yeah, with the money. <laughs> <laughs> and he would he sense that? Yeah, yeah. And what was the comeback that you were most excited about? What fight? I guess the best fight I had to come back was Terry Cooney, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And you you, uh, you fought Michael Spinks mm-hmm. towards the back end of your heavyweight reign. And mm. He didn't always, win, but it's okay. You always fancied to win, and, and I guess on the scorecard, you you believe you, you won as well? Yeah, I won. I, won. Um, I beat him twice. Yeah. How, how, did, it, how did that feel? The, the way that that happened. I really didn't care. Really? They, they paid me. They paid you. And, and then how, how did you feel after the fights? I, I, you don't want to win. You don't want to lose any fights. I didn't want to lose Michael Spinks. I lost. They say I lost. They go down in record book that I lost. You know, I won. I win. You know, I win. I only gained his title. But it didn't work that way. So I just took it. And like I do now, print it all. He come to my party last week. I invite him. I invite everybody. I invite everybody. He, he didn't do nothing. He sat down. He sat in the chair, didn't say nothing. Really? Yeah. They hide to people when they can't buy, but that was it. So do you have many do's then? Do you, do you invite many of the ex-fighters around? Many I, I do. Once a year, I invite everybody. Football player, basketball player, boxers, everybody. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah, we have a good time. We have a lot, lot of music, you know. Yeah. Playing. And my wife, we cater food in here. Yeah. Stuff like that. And we give us, have a good time. Mm-hmm. If you don't want it, you don't like it, get the hell out. <laughs> Yeah, we're not doing the yard. <laughs> like, like being in the ring. So, obviously, you had those losses, but and you made quite a few comebacks after that. What was it like, life, not being a boxer? Because that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm, I used to play rugby, and now I'm finding my way after retiring, you know, after the game. Keep right on going. Mm. Keep right on going. It ain't going to hurt you to keep going what you're doing now. So when you're doing this, you're having fun. If you're not, you get a chance to interview one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Me? It's good fun. And you had to come all the way from where? New York. Well, New York today, but from Leeds in, in England, North England. See that? You, you know how many, how many people in England would like to be sitting where you are? <sighs> Quite a lot of people, man. Quite a lot of people. When I go over there, lie, 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 home, say, yeah, Do you like going to England? Yeah, but I don't like paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> if someone pays you like it. I go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, mate, it's, it's great. And, you know, part of this trip is, as as we said, we've been traveling with me trying to get better, trying to get my brain better. You can get better. You know what? You got a good looking lady right here to help you out. You know what I mean? And you'll meet different people as you go along. Whoever doing your business is done a good job because she sent you to me. I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about no mother. I don't care about throwing the football, you know what I mean? Or the other stuff. You threw the football and you made the touchdown. Touchdown. You're the touchdown. I'm the touchdown. <laughs> so 
as I said, like obviously I've I've got that brain injury. I'm recovering. You're not no brain injury. What? No, you don't. You don't have no brain injury. You have a brain injury if you keep thinking about it. You don't have no. You talk very good to me. That's what I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get over it. the headaches and dizziness. You have headaches. Yeah. Hard headaches. Hard headaches. Yeah. How do you get it? Playing rugby. I'll show you some videos after. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see nobody get hurt. Well, no, but I'll show you the the rugby league videos. I'm sure you'll. Uh, I think you're going to think it's a bit crazy. It's like American football, but without pads. Yeah, listen. I see a lot of. You know what they do play? They throw football. They catch a football. They run, and and then the guy grab him and chuck him, throw him down on the on the ground. I watch some of that stuff on TV. Then something's going to happen to you if you keep doing that yeah. without a helmet, without that. Would you ever fancy? Did you ever fancy playing football like that? I played, I was a tackle. I played tackle when I played, but I had the hammering on, I had my pads on, I had everything on that they needed. Yeah. Because you couldn't play with, without that. And that was when I was younger. Yeah. Now, I'm smarter. I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So there's a lot more coming out now on brain injuries and concussion and stuff like that. Yeah, because people don't, care about you. They care about the money that comes into the pot. Mm. They don't care about you. Hey, man, you look real good today. Man, but you got hit, man, that went in your head. You know, you don't want none of that. You don't want your kids to walk around and say, my dad is all punch drunk. You think I want my son to say, dad, you got punch, you punch drunk. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm, I'm pretty good, ain't I? I? You know, I think I am. I hope I am. Yeah. You know? No, that's it's um it's a side effect, you know, and, and um it's tough tough sports. What do you think's tougher, American football or boxing? Yeah, nobody never asked me that question before either. I tell you what, American football with the helmets and everything on, I'd rather have that than fighting you <laughs> without that. Without yeah, yeah. But don't not none of that stuff on. Yeah. I don't want to fight you like that. No. You might hit me. You might thumb me in my eye. You know, it's a lot of things. It hurt me, break my ribs. Yeah. It's not good. I don't want to do that. The um, why? Why you, you? Your mother still alive? She is. But why she let you do it? Man, I started. Because you wanted to do it. I start. I, I, it was normal. So when you start so young. It's, you know, six, seven years old, I started playing rugby. It's just normal life. Tackling yeah, is I like... Yeah, I know. I see it. They, you, they get the ball and they run. Somebody throw you down and the ball yeah. go out there. They yeah. grab the ball and run down. And then you get up and you, you're like, right, next thing. You know, that it's like because you do it so young, it's, it's normal. But if I show people who have never seen rugby, they're like, whoa, what, what's going on? But to the people on the field, it's like, it's life. That's life, you know? It ain't life. It's stupid. It's our life. It's, it's stupid. Life. It ain't your life. It's you definitely stupid, yeah. You don't have to do that. She, when you come home, you come home to this man, god damn, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm okay. But if you go at home all beat up and bloody up, nah, you know, you don't want that. Don't let him do that because it's, it's crazy. I don't do it now. I don't do it now, do I? Yeah, never. So, Get a yeah. beer, like, be a <laughs> <laughs> time after yeah i mean in boxing we, you know me and natalie were talking about this recently 
the popularity has has gone down. It used to be in the top five sports. You know why? Go on, tell me. Me. Is it? Because Larry's not Ali, Joe Frazier, Kenny Norton. We have everybody in the heavyweight. You didn't, they didn't care too much about the little guys. It was always the heavyweights. So when you got the heavyweight with a Larry Holmes, with a Muhammad Ali, with a George Foreman, with a Joe Frazier, with a Ken Norton, you got big, strong, crazy guys with muscles. And, and with the head guard, they put a head guard on their head and train it. They protect the head. What, what do you think to Tyson Fury now? Have you seen Tyson Fury? I've seen them fight, but they're, 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 they're strong. They're strong, they're big, you know, but I don't know. Do you think they train different now, boxers? Yeah. More like gym work and, and, and less running and stuff, maybe? Yeah, I don't, I don't really, and I don't follow them guys, and I really don't know. But, you know, I wish them the best and hope they don't get hurt. You know, because people are crazy. They give you a dollar to make you think you got two dollars in your pocket and put you out there with somebody that you don't need to be out there with. Yeah. Your managers in boxing picks who you're going to fight. And if he picks a fight that you lose, he crazy. He don't need to fight. He don't need to be your manager. You want to fight and you want to win. And that's how you learn. And that's how I learn. I fought guys that I, you know, I can. I thought I could be, or they put out there with me, and I went on about my business. Ding, 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 all the way down the line. You don't need to do Cause, that. Because there's a lot at the minute with Tyson Fury wanting to fight Anthony Joshua, and Tyson Fury's even offered to fight him for free. But Anthony Joshua's stupid. still not. Is stupid. Don't do nothing for free. You know, you got air. That's free. Take that. But you don't need to fight for free to get punched in your face. You do, you hit. do you think Anthony Joshua is, like you say, dodging it? Is he getting advised not to fight? I hope he is. Because I wouldn't fight it for free. Put a bucket full of money up there. Then I have to, I have to check you out, buddy. You know? <laughs> Who's the fight? Where am I? So for now, Larry, then, so obviously you don't, you don't follow boxing that much. Oh, I don't watch it. No. <laughs> Especially when little guys fighting, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. What, what, what's a passion for you now? Chase my wife around the house. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps you busy? Yeah, keeps me busy. Do you watch um, MMA? Do you watch any I MMA? I watch a little bit of it. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I don't completely uh, blow it out the window but it's, it's crazy man just a quick one guys we have had two new counsellors join the team here at Mentality if you are at a stage in life where you are struggling to manage your mind and it keeps affecting your happiness it is time to do something about it you can finally allow yourself the time to sit down with one of our mentality counsellors who will understand what you are going through. They'll help you understand why you are struggling and they'll give you the tools to get back to being happy and the best that you can be. A lot of the time, we just need to clear up any unwanted thoughts and emotions so that we can show up in life the way that we want to. Mentality counselling is available in Yorkshire, Lancashire and the South East, including London.
So yeah. Yeah, what 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 I was your... good. I was good. So she didn't have nothing to think about because I knocked him out early. Yeah. So you avoided it? Yeah, yeah. What was your relationship with Diane? When did you meet Diane? Oh, I've been with Diane thirty years. Thirty years. And did she keep you she, on the straight and narrow? No, she she didn't tell me what to do. <laughs> just, I just did it, you know. Mm. Because but, I never got hit. And yeah. hurt. A lot a lot of boxers find it hard to you know, you, you you made a lot of money, Larry. You were famous, you know, but you, you kept dedicated to the craft, you know. How how did you stay motivated? I run up the hills. I when I box, I box for guys that I can beat that don't can't hit me. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know. I think that for, for me as a player, that would be the next step to uh You got hit. Yeah, you to not get hit. hit. Yeah. That's what's the problem. Yeah. You know, they didn't care what they did. They hit you with the elbow and shit in there. Man, you watch them hit you with the elbow and stuff. But when, when jump you, on your body, you you land down and on, uh, on the ground, yeah. and they jump on you with the elbows. <laughs> so, like, when you were young, though, were you not a bit? Did you have like the mindset that you wouldn't get hurt? Do you know when you were younger, or were you always safe? You don't think it. You don't think like you don't. You don't think, do you? You think it's going to happen to him, but it ain't yeah. going to happen to me. Yeah, invincible. Mm -hmm. If you could have one fight, whether it be now or, or back in the day, what, what fight would it be? Well, I'd have liked to fight Mike Tyson in shape. Because you fought Mike Tyson. Yeah, but I wasn't in shape. No. They would give me two weeks to get ready for Mike Tyson. <sighs> they, but they gave me $3 million to come out of retirement, so I get the $3 million. So how did that fight with Mike happen then? John King. <laughs> did did he come over to the house and Yeah, he could, yeah. You can beat this guy, Larry. Yeah. Don, I can't I ain't fought in two years. Shit like that. So then you, you took the fight, but the fight and was he kicked my ass. <laughs> he kicked my ass and then I quit. You, you, you <laughs> got I don't fight no more. No. <laughs> they be like, we're gonna rematch. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that rematch. But you would have won the title again if you won that fight. Is that right? I don't know. Was you on I the line? Know, I don't know if I'd have won. I'd have gotten shape, better yeah. shape, conditioning. You know, he wouldn't have been able to catch me like that. But uh, I let him have it. He, he wanted to win the fight. He wins. He's yours. Yeah. So do you think Mike's one of the best fighters or has been one of the best fighters? Too little. Too small. Yeah. He didn't fight a guy six foot three. Mm. You know, and got a good jab, bam, 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 can move his legs to blood and everything. So you reckon if you were in shape? I kicked his ass. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> I like that word, ass. Huh? <laughs> I kicked his ass. <laughs> no, that's, it, it's interesting to think, you know, like about boxers over different generations, you know, and, and how they'd match up. And My type to hit the right spot, bang. Mm. Right in there, when we was going out. He was coming there. So he ch he chased you a bit. He, he, he stayed close. Yeah. Has anyone caught you like Mike caught you before? Mm. No. No. He hit me, knocked me down. I got up, hit me, knocked me down again. I got up, hit me, knocked me down. I threw you down. I the fuck, I ain't getting up no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're getting smarter every time. Yeah. I'm getting smarter every time. I ain't going to take no winning nickels. <laughs> Okay, well, that's good though. I love it. I love it.
Um, have you heard you of should, it? You should get a, a, a part in the movie doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Do you know anyone? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make one in here. It's big enough to make a film in here. But, you know, that, that is something that I floated. Because I'm still at age to be an athlete. So I, could, I couldn't do it on the field. But how, I could play one in that, front of a camera. What's the name you got in man? How old is I'm 28 now. You're 20 years old. Yeah. Too old. You know, how many maybe, kids you got? No kids yet. No kids? No. None that we know of. Really yeah, no well, you better start working on it. <laughs> yeah. So they can say, Daddy, got- don't do it, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, you get hurt, don't do it. I've got a, I've got a mate called Jamie Jones Buchanan who... Uh, Jimmy Jones? He's been telling me to have kids for the last 10 years. To have kids? Yeah, you, you'd love him. You'd love Jamie Jones. He's a flipping... He's a character, mate. He's a character. I think I know, that, I know that name, Jimmy yeah? Jones. He's, a, he's, a, he's a, as tough as they come. And obviously, you know... If he, if he tell you... Not to do it, don't do don't it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably tell me to do it. He's, he, Jones is crazier than me. Yeah. Tell you to do it. Go ahead, do it. So I can make the money. Yeah. <laughs> don't you let him. Don't let she him. Will. She keeps saying You like him, don't you? Yeah. Well, we will keep it. I like him too. We don't want to risk it. We ain't got no, no more crack. <laughs> we need to find me a job, though. Larry, if you want to find me a job, we can, you know, we'll, I'll stay away from the field. I think Larry should teach you how to do a job. Yeah. Can you teach me a job? <laughs> Not on me, though. On the bag. That's it. That's the job. <laughs> is it, what, what, what is it that makes a powerful job, though? Is it... You got to know, know how to do it. You got to want to do it. And you got to get somebody who can show you how to do it. Mm. And a lot of times you can you keep your hands up like this, but you got to throw it out like this. You see how my hand is yeah. turned? Yeah. Yeah, and they come back here like this. It's still a that, little bit bent. Won't that it? protects me. Yeah. Bang, protects me. Bang, mm. protects me. Bang, bang. Take that. Bang, bang. Are you hungry? Bang, bang. <laughs> Did you eat yet? Bang, bang. What do you call them over here? Knuckle sandwiches? Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, 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 did you have one of the best reaches as a boxer, do you think? Or? No, I, no, my reach was good, normal, mm. fast, but it was fast. But it was fast and it Fast and hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, Larry, it's been, I know we're going to go get a bit of lunch, so we'll, we'll carry on the chat. But it's been a pleasure, mate, to, uh, to come into your beautiful home and uh, have this podcast with you, mate. It's it's uh, yeah. You do a, a good job, man. If you do a good job, I'm in there, and you're doing a good job. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And and you name your first baby Larry. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> baby Larry. If the boy, if the girl, name her Larry, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Young Larry and Laura. I love it. Thank you, sir.